Are you an overwhelmed entrepreneur with endless tasks, emails, and messages? Do you feel your systems are ineffective or you don't have any at all? I get it. You wish you could come up for air and take that well-deserved vacation you've been dreaming of, all without sacrificing the growth or health of your business. I'm hosting a webinar to introduce concepts that you can use to learn more about how to clockwork your business for operational efficiency. The best part? The webinar is at no cost to you. It will be held May 14th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and a recording will be available for those who can't attend live. If you are ready to make a change in your business so you can take a real vacation, go to bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF to enroll. That's bit.ly forward slash May 2024CFF. I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to Biz Help for You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. But there always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here's your host, Candy Messer. Hello and welcome to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you found the information on last week's show, Moms in Business, informative. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to the show, links can be found on our YouTube and Facebook pages, as well as multiple favorite podcast platforms. If you'd like to receive notifications on when our podcasts have been uploaded, please like and subscribe. If there are topics you'd find beneficial or questions you have, please feel free to reach out to me at media at abandp.com. Now let's learn a little bit about our guest today. Chris Williams has five kids and loves extreme adventures like shark diving, ice climbing, and running ultra marathons. When he's not riding his bike or skateboard, he works with digital agencies and experts helping build wealth and develop innovative strategies. As the world has shifted over the past months, Many are trying to build masterminds as an alternate source of income and or lead generation. Chris has the most fun off his paddleboard when teaching experts how to generate leads, close high ticket deals, and build strong cohesive groups. He has his own digital agency, leads two masterminds, and has learned many of these lessons the hard way. So thanks for joining me today. Oh my gosh. So great to be here, Candy. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm glad to have you here. And what I want to ask you first is tell me a little bit more about yourself and how did you even start working with groups in masterminds? You know, that's a good question. And I, it, like everything as an entrepreneur, it kind of evolves over time, right? You, you really don't right. know where it's going. You wish you did. We want to design it, <laughs> but you kind of got to like ride that wave. So we have a digital agency, like a done-for-you full-service marketing agency that works with surgeons in subspecialties, all right? Marketing mm -hmm. agency, we bring patients to surgery groups. Great. I got really good at systems and really good at staffing and delegating and leading teams. Now I work like an hour and a half a week, maybe, maybe that much in my done-for-you mm -hmm. agency. What happened is that like I'd be out paddleboarding, traveling. We got a bunch of kids. We're constantly not working. Right. 
And people are like, how are you doing this? Are you selling drugs or what? I mean, how are you making all this money in so little time? So we started like answering those questions and then realized, oh my gosh, we're doing one-on-one consulting. We're constantly eating lunches mm-hmm. and breakfast, answering questions. So we built a mastermind to teach people our expertise around systems and people. And mm-hmm. that's what kicked off our first mastermind. I just kind of fell into it. Nice. And some people may not even understand what that term means. You know, I know I've been in masterminds for many, many years and I understand the concept and I think they're very valuable, but someone might be listening saying, I don't even know what that is. So can you give a definition? Yep. Super simple candy. So there's kind of two extremes masterminds fall under one extreme is they're free And it's just a collection of people talking over a concept. It could be physical fitness. It could be business. It could be relationships or philosophy. It's just a mastermind of people putting their heads together, solving the world's problems, like a bunch of old men playing checkers on a front porch of a country store. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's technically a mastermind. The other extreme is is a, a really expensive process you go through with an expert who might have a lot of recorded material or teaching live or something, but they're just speaking to you almost more like a paid speaking consultant where it's not super personal, but you're getting their information. The the balanced middle ground that we like is something where people do buy into your program. They, they become part of it. There's an expense buy-in there, not expensive necessarily just a Mm buy-in. You're putting together 10, 15, 20 like-minded individuals trying to accomplish the same business or entrepreneurial goal. For instance, the expert, you or anybody listening is the person in charge of that group, guiding and giving advice. And the group is working together to keep each other accountable and accomplish those goals very rapidly. People just simply Mm -hmm. change and grow faster in a group and they do one-on-one. So it's the Mm -hmm. consulting model moved into a group plan. Right. Well, I think it's important too, because a lot of us who are entrepreneurs maybe don't have others that are friends or family that have been business owners. So we're kind of doing it and working our way through the challenges. And so even though we have a support group that really wants to see it succeed, sometimes you don't have what you need from them. Like if you're like, Hey, I'm dealing with this challenge and I'm not sure what to do in this situation. Like they want to be able to help you, but they don't necessarily understand because they haven't been in business where if you're in a mastermind with other people who've been there, even if it's totally different industries, Mm -hmm. they may have experienced similar things. And I think that's, what's been really helpful for me too, because I don't have a lot of people that I knew outside of, you know, business contacts I've developed over the years that had been entrepreneurs that I could reach out to and ask for ideas and help. That is so true. And I tell people all the time when they join our mastermind, I'm like, you know, our, our mastermind is really simple. We teach people how to build masterminds. It's very circular. So mm-hmm. I tell people all the time that when they get in, like, just don't be shocked if in like a few months you realize, wow, Chris is cool, but the other people in the mastermind, they're way cooler and way more helpful because it's the relationships mm-hmm. that you meet in these communities. Mm-hmm. When, when other people are committed enough to put money on the table and show up and do the work, then you know you're hanging out with people who are actually going to help you get where you want to go. That's a big deal. That's so true. Mm -hmm. And I think too, it builds accountability uh, and you don't have to just worry about, like you said, the person running the group. It's not like you're just reporting to them and making sure you're doing whatever you say you're going to do, but it's supporting those others. And it's 
giving your feedback to them, giving, you know, them ideas and then them giving back to you. And you're talking about your challenges. And so I definitely consider people that I've been in this mastermind group with, and we've been in the same group for like many, many years. Um, it's like a one-year program, but we all stay right? <laughs> you know, because we like it. So every year we kind of re up again, but we have developed really close friendships. So it's not just business. We talk about personal stuff sometimes too, or whatever, but it definitely builds that camaraderie where, you know, you have a support team that you can go to if you have something come up. So true. Yeah. Glad to hear you're enjoying your mastermind group. <laughs> hey, you. I do love it. So, so hmm. let's talk about for someone who's thinking about doing this then for their own, you know, clients or, you know, building an, uh, a mastermind for themselves, what would a typical work week even look like for them leading this program? That's a good question. So again, assuming you're a business expert, an entrepreneurial expert, mm-hmm. helping other people grow their businesses like, like you do. If that's your native skill set, then it takes a lot less time to do this than it would, for instance, if you were helping someone with personal relationships or their personal health and you're more of a relationship coach and don't have any business experience of your own because mm-hmm. this is just a business model when it comes down to it. So if you're already a business expert, you probably already understand some systems and some delegation and uh, some of the technology side of that and just communicating, right? So right. for me, I spend probably eight to 10 hours a week running the mastermind. I have a couple of really awesome team members who help me with the mastermind as well. And that's everything I have to do happens in about eight to 10 weeks, teaching a couple of masterminds a week, as well as a little bit of Q&A sessions kind of halfway through the week, and then just supporting mm-hmm. our members as we go along through the week, building content. All of that's in about eight to 10 hours. Doesn't take a whole lot of time, but the, the transformation people get, honestly, in the two business models we run, mastermind work is like nowhere near as enjoyable as the one-on-one client work, not because our one-on-one clients aren't cool, awesome people, but doing work for someone is different than walking down the road of transformation with someone and and the fulfillment level just goes to the roof. Mm -hmm. So how like long of a period then do you recommend that they do, especially if they're just starting out, like, do they do a year? Do they do six months? Do they do a quarter? Like, what would you recommend in terms of like an expected timeline for a mastermind? Yeah. And that, that kind of comes down to two factors. One, how long do you think it'll take for you to help someone make the transformation that you're promising to help them with? And the other part is how long do they think that transformation will take? Mm-hmm. So you know, Candy, I'm sure for you, just like for me, where I am today didn't happen over three months or a year, right. you know, it's happened over several decades. And yet yeah. I can't invite someone to my mastermind and say, why don't you jump in for 20 years? You know, people right. don't want a 20 year program. So there's gotta, you gotta break down the information that you have as an expert mm-hmm. and say, these three, five, seven pieces are the foundational building blocks to actually get success rolling or get mm-hmm. somebody to the next step. And then think, how succinctly can I teach that? And how quickly can I, can I get someone to take action and realize success with all the roadblocks that I went through? So let's mm-hmm. say you think that might take you eight weeks, 12 weeks, 16 weeks, whatever. Pick a number, six months, doesn't matter. <laughs> if you think it's that, that's fine. But then your market has a perception of how long it takes to get a transformation as well. Mm-hmm. Let's say they want to start a new business model. They want to create e-courses and sell their 
info on an e-course. Great. As an expert e-course builder, I might know I could do that in six weeks. But for the average person who wants to start that, they might think, I've tried it. It's so so hard. It's going to take me at least six months. Right. I can't offer them a six-week program because they can't believe that yet. I can offer Mm a 12-week program and help them understand, oh, I see how it happens, you know? Mm-hmm. So somewhere between your perception of how long it'll take and their perception is the right number. So how would someone even know what the perception is then that their client thinks something is going to take if they want to say, start marketing it to start drawing people to it. And like you said, maybe someone thinks it's six weeks, maybe they think it's three months, but really a potential client might think it's a year. Like how would they even know without being able to ask ahead of time before they even build the program? Oh, that's the beauty of it. You ask before you, you ask and before you build it. So in everything we teach and, and another coach taught me to do this seven, or eight years ago is like, Chris, build what you're getting paid to build. Mm-hmm. So all of our processes and everything we teach on group coach nation is very simple, organic outreach, organic engagement, organic selling and organic leadership. So that we're engaging a market and inviting people to a mastermind group on on, like with our, with our mastermind that we teach, we're teaching you how to do that work of organic engagement and selling and getting people to buy into your group before you're even building the content Mm -hmm. because people aren't buying 12 weeks versus 14 weeks. They're buying you and a belief in Mm -hmm. you that you are committed to helping them get where they want to go. Mm-hmm. usually they don't care how long it takes. Yeah. Faster is always better, but faster means more work. <laughs> so they just want to know it's going to happen. And will you stick with me till it happens? And, mm-hmm. and when you go through that process, you'll hear their belief systems about how long or how hard this process will be. And it'll help that build out of the content so that, you know, okay, here's what they're expecting. Let's see if I can meet those expectations and actually get ahead of them a little bit and help them get there faster. Mm-hmm. Build when you're getting paid. Yeah. That's a great point. (laughs) You know, it's just, I think sometimes, especially people are starting out, they may not know how to even find out that information. So would you say if someone already has a business, just not this business model going to their current clients and at least starting there, do they try to put out like polls on, you know, like an email newsletter or social media? Like how would they go about getting that information? Yeah, that's a good question. So it always comes down to organic, organic, organic. Number one is never market alone. Mm-hmm. You'll find this on Group Coach Nation, by the way, also. GroupCoachNation.com is our website for anybody listening in. You'll see this over and over and over in our content. We have a ton of free content there for you, tons of community there for you. You can go there and figure it out. But you'll see this a lot. We have three points. Never market alone is point number one. And when you're starting in a vacuum and you're like, I want to teach something, but I'm not sure people want to know about it. Being in an online community on Facebook, Mm -hmm. Twitter, Instagram, you know, clubhouse, I don't care, whatever your platform of choice is. We all have our love hate relationships, our social media platforms, don't we? Pick the one you like. I promise (laughs) every slice of every bit of the population on planet earth is on that platform. Just enjoy the platform you like, but engaging with, with people intentionally looking people up on that platform that you think you'd like to work with. Oh, I want to work with entrepreneurs in this geographic region who identify with these five issues. Great. You can find them. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. then just engaging them. Hey, I'm building a program to help entrepreneurs like you grow. What are the top two or three things you're struggling with? You'd be shocked how many people will answer. Mm-hmm. They'll say, well, here's a couple of things that first come to mind. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. Hey, if I ever build a program that cracks the code on those things, do you want me to reach out and let you know? And they'll say, yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be cool. That'll be the day. <laughs> I mean, I'd pay a million bucks for that. They'll say things like that. And you're like, uh, okay, I'll keep your name on the list, right? Mm-hmm. Never market alone. Mm-hmm. That's great. So now someone is like, okay, great. I'm feeling more confident. I want to start, you know, this mastermind. And now I need to know like how to market this and how to price it. So how can someone actually get like a higher ticket price for their mastermind? Good question. So if you're never marketing alone, and you're only building when you're getting paid, that means we got to pick that price, right? Mm-hmm. So again, there's there's multiple categories that people buy information about, okay? There's business, finance, times, time, systems, all those sort of mm-hmm. things. That's kind of one category, okay? Then there's the health and wellness space, mental, personal, mm-hmm. physical health, whatever, that whole space. Then there's the relational space. If you think about our lives as individual humans, we need more time and money. We all wish we were healthier, prettier, faster, younger, or whatever. And we all wish we had a few different things in our relationships that would make them just a little bit better or a whole lot better, right? That's our struggles, right? That's why we all like dogs is because they kind of don't take a lot of time. They're the best things ever and they make us feel great. <laughs> mm-hmm. At least I like dogs. Some people like cats. I know there's some cat weirdos out there. Okay. <laughs> so... Bottom line is you're going to price your offer, your info offer based on the result the person would get if they followed your advice for a full year. Okay. Mm. So in business, marketing, systems, processes, it's pretty easy to calculate. If you're here in business and you take my advice and make these changes, you'll get here. All right. You'll, you'll have a hundred thousand dollar, a million dollar, $10 million increase in your business, whatever. It's easy also to calculate if you do these systems, you'll free up 10 hours a week or something like that. Mm -hmm. 10 hours a week is easy to calculate and turn into money. You can have that time back or you can reinvest it into prospecting and selling. You can show someone how much their time is worth. It's a little harder when it's relationships or health. Mm -hmm. You know, truly though, I would pay anything to be in a healthier relationship with any of, I got five kids. Love them all. We're all in a great space together. But but any parent would say, I'd pay whatever it takes to have a healthy relationship with my kids long-term, right? Mm-hmm. That's so important. And yet mm-hmm. it's hard to put a price on it, but you can't. Right. It just takes a little more work. Let's go back to the businessy ones for a second. The businessy ones are easier. So if I said, hey, you know, Candy, if you follow our processes and systems, it'll make $100,000 of difference over the next 12 months. Just do the work to get the results. Okay. I like staying in that 10 to 20% range as a starting place for an offer. So if I said, Hey, this program costs 10 to $20,000, you're going to say, wow, that depending on, on your pocketbook, you might say, that's great. Super cheap. Let's go. You might say, ouch, that's expensive. Right. But if we can figure out a payment plan that allows mm-hmm. you to get the first couple of months covered relatively simply, that way you can get traction. And then we're making the money. And then making more than the money it costs to be in. Mm-hmm. Now we have something to work on. So right. that's kind of a rough framework, but gets your thoughts started on how you can price things. 
Okay. So if somebody is going to be putting this group together again, and they're saying, okay, this will be like a one year group. We are going to focus on that transformation over that period of time. Like, do they plan out some type of like agenda per se of what they want to see over the next 12 months? Do they just let the group start meeting and seeing what happens and you kind of take it from there? Like, what would you tell someone who wants to do this, how they should really begin a program? Yeah. So again, never market alone. You, we think as experts and anybody watching or listening, I know we all have our own expertise and we, we know two things. One of them is true. One of them is false. First thing we know is typically I know how to do this and I know how to do it better than anybody else. That's why we all struggle with delegating what we know how to do. Nobody can do it this good. I can't trust a staff member that, yeah, that under, and that underlying thing is, I think I'm better than everybody else when it comes to this one or two or 10 topics. Okay. The second thing we believe is the opposite of that. There's no way someone would pay me. There's other experts out there who are better than me. There's other people who know more about it and can do this better than I can. Isn't it interesting how we think the opposite about the same data point? So Mm -hmm. never marketing alone is important around this topic because as we're engaging with the audiences organically on social media platforms, whatever, we're going to realize oh, here's what people are wondering about. And here's what I'm good at. And Mm -hmm. I might realize, oh, well, I had to do these 10 things to get good at that. So that should be my 10 weeks or 10 months of curriculum. Mm -hmm. You're probably halfway there. The rest of that halfway there is going to come from what you learn as you're engaging with your market. And as you're really spending time inviting people to your program, people are going to join your program because of you. And because they're going to say, I can't overcome this X, Y, Z thing. And you'll say, Mm -hmm. I know how to do that. We'll cover it. It'll be like around week seven or eight. And they'll say like, okay, I'm in. And you realize Mm -hmm. that should be part of the curriculum. They will literally tell you what should be in your first mastermind. It's really fun to watch Mm -hmm. it develop. Okay. That's good. Just don't do it alone. People might be a little nervous to even start it saying like, I'm not sure, you know, what I need to have in there, but that's a really great idea is to, you know, start talking to people and be like, Oh, I can add that in. Yeah, yeah you that's can. A great idea. And, mm-hmm. and Candy, that's why most people, and I'm sure that there's people here listening who've experienced this, you've purchased or signed up for, or tried starting your own online course, right? You've purchased mm-hmm. someone else's and you're like, Oh, that's super cool. I got to make my own online course. And so you go out and you spend like every weekend, all fall or spring long, like hammering this thing out, recording the sessions, building the slides, making the templates, put it out there and nobody buys it. Mm-hmm. I had that same experience. The reason it doesn't work is because we're building in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. We're not building what we're getting paid to build and we're marketing alone. Mm-hmm. We haven't started with the, the prospect telling us, here's what I want to buy. Here's how much it means to me. And here's the things I need to learn. Mm-hmm. And that's why they fail. So we just mm-hmm. simply make sure everybody who does this program does it the right way. Anybody listening? You don't even have to go to groupcoachnation.com. Don't, don't go there. Just don't even, don't even look it up. There's tons of free information. I know you don't want it. You know everything already. Don't go there. Just listen to this advice right here. And then end the recording and go hang out with Candy because she's amazing. Whatever you do, just don't build alone. Just mm-hmm. do this with your prospects present. And you might think that's so insecure, but what if I, 
what if I do something that just looks foolish or stupid, or I didn't quite get it? It's okay. I promise they won't remember. Mm -hmm. Bottom line is though, don't try to get it right without being out there in public while you're doing it. Mm -hmm. You will miss the boat and you will spend a lot of time and you'll lose a lot of money. Mm -hmm. That's great advice. So are there certain areas of expertise that make better high ticket mastermind offers? Yeah, the two things. One, it's easy to sell time and money. All right. Mm -hmm. So Candy, for instance, all of you listening, if you don't know Candy well enough, she's amazing at this whole tax, payroll, IRS, nasty documentation, the stuff that either can send you to prison or can save you a lot of money or get a lot of money in your pocket. She's good at those things. All right. That's her expertise, right? So that's a relatively easy thing to sell because Candy, when somebody is just pull the covers off this thing, folks, as you're listening, when you call Candy, she'll help you save money or get money. Like it's mm. easy. Like, so you spend 30 minutes with her on a call and you get some money or you save some money. That's worth it. Right. It's a really right. easy win. It's harder to sell relationship health or physical health, mm. for instance, because there's a lot of variables there. It's not just, Hey, you just don't know the IRS code and you don't know how to fill right. the right points. Right. So the, the more structured money-making money-saving or time-making time-saving the easier to sell, the softer, mm-hmm. the skill or the life set that comes from it, the harder to sell. Mm. And yet anybody out there listening, if you're listening and you're like, you own a therapy business and you do, you know, relationship, couples, family therapy, whatever. Yay. You thank you. First of all. And that skill set is worth truly. If we all just admit it more than any amount of money we could ever make, mm-hmm. it's the health of our relationships. Right. There's a lot of people who sell high ticket group therapy and do it really well because they've just listened to their audience enough to know here's what people want. And there's a segment of every audience who who just simply doesn't have any cash constraints. They just want to know this will be handled correctly. And that's a great market for you to be in. So even the softer skills, there's always a high ticket market. Mm -hmm. That's good to know because some people may be thinking like, it's hard for me to come up with a concept where I can do that. But it's like you said, it's just finding that right market that's available to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what is the best piece of advice then that someone can receive from an expert that would make it worthwhile for them to want to be in this mastermind so that the client knows they can start, you know, let me just get involved in this and they'll be willing to pay whatever that price is to join the mastermind. It's two things. It's the the cleanest, simplest, shortest path through the forest. That's number one. Business, entrepreneurship, relationships, health, whatever it is you're an expert in. It's it's complicated. And the closer Mm -hmm. we are to the forest, the more we only see the tree in front of us. Having an expert who's walked that path a thousand times before, that has a view of above the forest and looking down at where the map is, Mm -hmm. that gets it done quickly. I am so hundred percent sold on this mastermind model that I'm in masterminds. Like I don't just teach mm-hmm. how to do it. I don't just lead masterminds. I, I get consulting that way because it works. It's faster. Why right. bang my, I'm just so sick of banging my head against walls. I used to do that as a, as an entrepreneur. And now like what in the world is I doing? That's number one, mm-hmm. fastest path through the forest. Number two is the relationships you make as you're walking through the forest. 
the mm-hmm. people that are in the group with you are going to change your life. They're all there and is as committed as you are. And they're going to be your key center of influence is the people that connect you. Most people who join our mastermind fill their first masterminds based on referrals from other people in our mastermind. Like mm-hmm. we all know people. And once we realize what you're doing and that you're a cool person, we're like, oh, I know who you should talk to. I got five people you should get in your group right now. Mm-hmm. It's relationships. So clean path through the forest and the people you walk with. So you've been doing this for a while then and have had some successful groups, but what are things that are challenges for you even in the midst of all of this that will help those listening kind of understand, yes, you're still going to face challenges, even if you've done it for a little while. Oh yeah. It's always life balance. So no matter how good any of us get at what we would call success. All right. That's, that's a vague term. Is it more time, (laughs) more money, more cars, more stuff, more relationships, whatever, whatever success is for you. We're often driven to just work, work, work. That's why we're entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. folks. We love cracking the code on things and we're usually pretty bad at life balance. All right. People who are good at life balance have a nine to five Mm because it's balanced. Why take the risk? We freaking love jumping off cliffs. That's why we're entrepreneurs. That's not a very balanced mindset, right? So it always comes down to, can you stay balanced in your life while you're accomplishing this next growth pattern in your business? And, and as you're, for anybody listening, whatever mastermind you end up joining, find one, find your person, find your leader, find your community, okay? But make sure that that mastermind leader has a plan for you to stay balanced in the process. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's like, I've got all these things you can start doing, just work, 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 work. And they're celebrating their 16, 18 hour days. They're celebrating them sitting on a beach with their laptop. No, it's cool to sit on a beach with a laptop, but why in the world do you want to sit on a beach with a laptop when you can just sit on a beach? Yeah. So Mm -hmm. get the work done, get the systems and the team in place and stay balanced. If you can do that, you'll be sustainable and you'll build something real and lasting. If you can't do that, You'll get sick of it, burnout. You'll hate your coach. You'll hate your group. You'll hate your life. Mm-hmm. So what would you tell somebody then if they're facing challenges while they're running these mastermind groups or something to how they can stay motivated when those challenges come? Mm. So for me, I check in with the groups that I'm a part of. I make mm-hmm. sure I show up for my weekly calls as a student because I need to be invested into not just investing in others. Mm -hmm. So that's number one for me. Number two for me is on my phone right here next to me. I have a little notepad. I use an iPhone. So I have notes. I don't know what it is on Android or whatever, but I have a little notepad and it's a daily list that I look at. And it's just a reminder list for me to stay balanced, stay free. Like don't let myself get complicated with all the details I shouldn't be touching. Make sure that I'm always staying focused on working and building in my market. And reminding myself of a couple of key truths, knowing what I can do, what I can accomplish, what I have accomplished in the past. So that when a a sucky day comes around, because they always do, I can pull myself up and say, okay, wait a second. I know who I am. I can speak truth into my own life and I can stay focused on what's important for me. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking 
too, with, I mean, a lot of the groups that I've been in, we had been in person, you know, and then of course COVID hit and, you know, we've had to do things through zoom and, you know, things are kind of changing a little bit too, where some might still feel comfortable, you know, just staying on just computers and screens Mm -hmm. and stuff. And some are more comfortable now getting back together again, but what would you say is the right format necessarily for someone to consider or is there one that's better than another? Like, what would you tell someone about if they're trying to think of doing this now, what should they be doing? Should they plan just to do Zoom for now or whatever method that might be remote? Or should they try to do smaller groups in person? What do you think would be working to start out? All right, so I'm going to go back to point number one, right? Never market alone. And mm-hmm. and the same thing when you're building your group. The, the way we've handled this, this could be wrong, could be right. I don't know. The way we've handled the past couple of years is we've been 100% virtual. My team and I were already 100% virtual. Been that way for seven or eight years. No big deal. But our groups, we moved to 100% virtual, no quarterly or two times a year, big celebrations at a resort. We bring speakers and all that kind of stuff. Just virtual. Here's why we did that. I do love, oh my gosh, love and I truly miss. I never thought I'd say this. I miss airports. Um, (laughs) I haven't been on an airplane in almost two years. I miss all that. I'm not saying it's right or wrong if somebody's out there doing stuff. I miss all that. I miss our group get togethers. I miss the transformation and the relationships that happen there. But in every market right now, there's a lot of division. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, even a lot of hateful things being said about the other side of whichever argument you're talking about. And I don't want to do anything in my group that, that could foster argument or foster division. So as a leader, I've made a decision. Let's just keep everything virtual. If people want to travel and see each other, make a connection and go do it. If you don't, mm-hmm. don't worry about it, but you're not going to be missing out on anything we're doing because of what you think or don't think about the pandemic. Right. Mm-hmm. So we've been hundred percent virtual. I would encourage anyone who's starting this thing out to start that way because you're not going to be cutting out half the market who doesn't want to get together in person right now. Right. Mm-hmm. And everybody has a Zoom connection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. We all might not love it, but hey, I'm here to transform. I'm here to be in a group. I can show up for a Zoom call. And if they right. want the transformation, they'll show up. Mm-hmm. That's so true. So what are the first three things someone should be doing this week if they want to start a high ticket mastermind? Mm, that's a good question. If, if I was starting from scratch today, no audience, let's just put ourselves out here in a, in a new spot, no audience, mm-hmm. no big mailing list, no big social media following or whatever, starting from scratch. This is how I started from scratch. I'd do the same thing I did then. I would jump on social media and I would create my own stage. Okay. So if that's Facebook, create a Facebook group. If it's LinkedIn, create a LinkedIn profile and whatever you can do is groupy and communicating as you can get on LinkedIn. If I was an audio person, I'd be doing clubhouse and I would show up every day, five days a week, take the weekends off, stay balanced. And -hmm. I would be talking about my topic of expertise and inviting people to the conversation and answering questions and asking what they're dealing with and asking how I'm helping overcome things. Get out there and do it. Find your platform and own the stage. Stalking someone else's Facebook group or someone else's clubhouse is a great way to see what they're doing Mm-hmm. But I promise you the stalkers in a Facebook group or clubhouse or Twitter or feed or whatever, they don't get as much business as the person who owns the conversation. 
Mm-hmm. Don't overthink it. Spend less than five minutes thinking of what your group name should be called. Don't worry about the logos. Start and do build relationships. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do first. And once you do that, the next things you should do will start to become more evident because you'll start to realize, oh, now I see which types of people really interact with what I'm doing. Write that down. Mm -hmm. What are these people like? Who are they? Try to build an avatar around them. Oh, now I see the kind of things they really want to know about. Write that down. Now you have an avatar. Now you have the big list of what they want help with. And now you have a platform. Start reaching out and saying, hey, if I can crack this code with you, would you like to join a group? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. And is there like an ideal number of members in the mastermind that you would suggest that they have to start like a smaller group, a little bit larger, like what would be a good number? You know, like everything else, it depends, but let's just give some general mm-hmm. guidelines. Most mastermind sessions are between like, if you're going to teach weekly or something like that, they're between 90 and 120 minutes long. Honestly, an hour or less, it's hard to teach a concept and answer questions, even for three or four people. Okay. Mm -hmm. So all of my sessions are 90 minutes long. So we teach a concept for 20 minutes or so, and then we answer questions for an hour and 10 minutes. I can handle typically 15 to 20 people on a Zoom window at one time and get everybody's questions answered. And I teach business concepts, a lot of marketing and sales strategy to take somebody with no audience to having a full mastermind in about eight weeks. That's, that's our, that's our goal here. All right. So that takes about an hour and a half a week and I can handle questions from 15 to 20 people and make sure nobody has anything left undone by the time we got the call. Mm -hmm. If I was teaching something highly technical, like that required, okay, let's log into this system, get into the settings and tweak these things. It might take longer. That means Mm -hmm. I can't, I either got to extend the time of the call or I got to have fewer people on screen. If I was teaching something um, highly emotional, like relationship health, it would probably take longer. So again, longer call because people need to unpack their story or a fewer number of people. Does that kind of help? Yeah, no, it's good to like think through that because again, I'm just thinking of questions that someone might be thinking of who is just starting out and has no idea, like how many people should I have? How should I have, you know, do I create an agenda? You know, just trying to think of things that people might be asking uh, yeah. when they hear this interview. So no less than five, and no less than five. If it's less than five okay. people, there's always somebody who can't make it that week. Right. So now you got right. four people plus you. So now you got five people on screen. If it gets mm-hmm. smaller than that, it doesn't feel like a group. All right. There's no mm-hmm. camaraderie more than 15 for your first group gets kind of crazy because right. you got two people who talk too much. You got one person you can't get to say anything and the people in the middle are feeling kind of stuck. So you got to have it right. where you can manage it. I'd say five to 10 people. If I was just going to throw a general rule out mm-hmm. there. Right. And I think that what your comment just prompted my mind to is managing people and how much time they take. So what would you recommend somebody do? Do they say at the beginning to like, everyone's going to have two minutes, I'm going to time you. Do you kind of let things go? And if someone needs a little more time, you let it go and then just not let them be always taking that much time. What would you recommend for that? I kind of play out and see how the group feels. So if everybody just kind of asks quick questions and we can help and bounce around, we round Robin mm-hmm. our discussions, call it go in a circle. That's great. If I find that in the first week or two, I got somebody who are a group of people who just 
need to take a little more time with what they're saying. That's not bad. It just takes away from other people. Right. I right. set up a timer. I've done the same thing where we have, you know, a 60 second, you can ask your question. And then we do a two minute answer. I try to answer their question 60 seconds and let somebody else in the group raise their hand to add value to that answer even more. Mm-hmm. And then we get as far as we can at the end of the three minute set, we go to the next person and we just keep going around and around and around the group until everybody gets their questions answered. Mm-hmm. Not okay, right or wrong. Perfect. Just got to find your group. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I think sometimes managing people and cause there's some that are quiet and shy and may not talk a lot. And there's some that might, you know, be more outgoing and talk a lot more. And so you just want to make sure someone doesn't take too much time and others don't get the time they need, I guess is mm-hmm. what I was thinking. Yep. It's true. True. So, okay. Well, Chris, this has been great. I know we're coming close to the end of the time that we have for this recording. Um, so I wanted to give you the opportunity to share how listeners can connect with you. Well, I already told everybody, whatever you do, don't go to groupcoachnation.com. Oh my gosh, what a waste <laughs> of time that would be. Uh, if, you, if you do feel daring and you're one of those crazy entrepreneurs like I am and you want to teach your expertise and figure out how to build your own high ticket group coaching program or mastermind, go to groupcoachnation.com. And, and here's why I say that. We've got everything there divided into a beginner and advanced and a pro section. Literally right there at the top of the first page, we're going to show you, are you a beginner, advanced, or pro? You can figure out where you where you line up and then dive into that section. Like we have a ton mm-hmm. of free content here. We want to make sure that you're able to get traction and understand how to get started. So that is what Group Coach Nation is all about. Huge community, thousands of people in there doing the same thing. You can ask your questions. We do live Q&A in there multiple times a week. We're just there to make sure everybody figures this thing out and moves forward. Okay, perfect. Well, thanks for sharing that. And thanks for sharing your expertise today, too. I know this has been a really good topic. I've enjoyed the conversation as well. So I appreciate your taking the time out to chat. Absolutely, Candy. And again, you folks listening, if you haven't reached out to Candy yet, like if you have issues with taxes, payroll, all this stuff, those credits we can get now because of the pandemic, like there's some people in Washington that want to give money away, like figure that out. (laughs) That's so freaking complicated, but it's such a Mm -hmm. functional on-off switch process that somebody like Candy can help you with, like reach out. It's one of those easy money-making calls. Do it. Anyway, Candy, you're an amazing (laughs) human. Thank you for letting me hang out with you and your people. I appreciate the time. Like I said, I'm sure this has been helpful for the listeners. And I do want to thank the listeners also for tuning in today. Again, I hope you did find this topic interesting and that it answered some questions about having high ticket mastermind groups as a business model. If you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to Chris, or you can send us a message at media at abandp.com. And would you please share our show information with those you know? I'd greatly appreciate your support. I hope you can join us for next week's topic, deep dive into marketing on a budget. And please remember, you can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And my website is abandp.com. And you can also find the podcast posted on multiple podcast stations, including Google, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Spotify. Until next time, have a great week. Thank you for listening to Biz Help For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next Tuesday. Have a terrific week.